watching prohibition fall down. All right, guys, this is the Grow Talk. Woo! Sorry, I, <laughs> I still have the Howard Dean yell stuck in my brain for oh, some reason. God, because it's uh, one of the best things on TV. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> it was more of a rawr. Anyway, this is Grow Talk, yeah. guys. We're going to talk about growing some dank, also known as cannabis, marijuana, pot, the green. I don't know. But if you want to grow, learn to grow, you are growing, come and learn with us. We've got Grow Talk questions pulled yes. off dudegrows.com. Uh, and now today we got uh, growing a little winter weed without stinking up the house. Don't want to piss off the wife, Scotty. Ah, dude, you actually know just about this. Our HID lights, but for me it's the mother-in-law and the wife. Our HID lights dead? Question mark or is it a full LED takeover? I am gonna. Mm, I can't lean either way, but we'll talk about that one. Okay. Uh, headless. Oh no, headless trikes. Oh, no, actually, we, we bumped this one. We have an LED question. We wanted to get to the bottom of UV. Is should, should, is, should a grower be considering adding UV to their grow uh, to increase trichome production or potency? So nice. we got a quick question on that as well. I like it. Before we do, man, DGC supporting this show, Dude Grows membership. I got the new member giveaway because we want to help you all grow. The show's about growing. <laughs> More people that are growing, the world will be a better place. Yeah. Uh, you not have to be at the mercy of big, do we just call it big cannabis? It's coming, man. It's coming. No, so the no. we do is grow our own. Yeah, and we're going to help you grow your own. I got a $300 gift card for the members, not for all the members, but one lucky member, November 15th, to Seeds Here Now. Yeah. So you'll be able to go over there, pick out whatever you want. Uh, everybody that supports the show at $10 a month is automatically entered into the giveaway. You guys can support over at dudegrows.com. Many ways. To, there's a $30 mem- prepaid membership. We figured out a way to get around PayPal if you don't want to do that, uh, as well as get 30% off recharge. If you're growing and not using recharge, man, you are, what do we say? Are you losing out? You're missing out. You definitely are. Mike O'Briel product. We'll talk about that as well on the show. we got a recharge it up question. So. Yeah, I've been into my microbes. Hey, can I thank a couple of folks that just showed up or that just yeah, signed up? It. I should say Christina S., William A., Shane P. Uh, thanks so much. You're making the community strong. Appreciate you. What about Red Viking 03 here? It says, Scotty and dude, I've been listening to your show Monday to Friday for All the right. past few months. Yeah. Regrettably, I have a hellacious commute to and from work during the week. Your show keeps me grower stoke. Or your show keeps my grower stoke alive, so I can continue to develop as a grower, so I can supply family, friends, and quality medicine. Thanks, guys. That is what it is about in a nutshell. Thanks, Red Viking, for the support. Absolutely, respect. Three grow shows a week. It should be changing this week. I think this is the the first, but yeah, we're trying to do three of these grow talks for you guys to keep everybody's grow on point and keep the community helping the community. So it's been great. Talk a more grow. All right, let's see who's growing some dank out there and the crew off of dudegrows.com. This is the dank nug. You can find it under the latest on the homepage. Roadkill Skunk S1 by Tales of Chronica. (laughs) <laughs> What's that, that book series? Oh, Tales of Nadia or something? Oh, Nadia, I I you're in, right. Yeah, or it got into the, this. I don't know. I don't know. It did, wasn't. All right. I bet you it is on uh, Audible. You Just lose me out. at the Magic Wardrobe. We're looking at some really um, fluffy, not dense, like not like dense hard nug, but some real frosty Frost. nugs here. Yep. And uh, this says... Honestly, there wasn't much to trim here. This roadkill skunk is the smelliest and frostiest I've ever grown. 
Not the same one I posted before. This Fino did not turn purple and finished earlier than the others. Stinkiest nug I've ever had and frostiest I've ever grown. It came from Seeds Here Now as a freebie and was labeled by Ethos, but Colin claims he never released an RKS, Roadkill Skunk, and refused to claim it after a few people contacted him, so no longer sells on Seeds Here Now, but honestly, wish I kept this around. If anyone else got any from Seeds Here Now, hit me up. We're looking for the Roadkill, Roadkill Skunk crew, and this is Tales of Chronica. You can find them on DudeGrows.com if anybody else got that, because I get it. When you get something that you really want to keep and you yeah. lose it, um, it's frustrating, but then I always think about that, Scott. I go, you know what? There's so much dank to be grown. Don't get frustrated. Like, uh, I don't like keeping things anymore myself, which may sound silly to some growers. I just want to keep experiencing new strains, different plants, you know, so. Yeah, but it is nice if you're growing outdoors for next year. I know that I'm going to grow the Tahoe. I know I'm going to grow the Gorilla. Yeah, grow. that's I know for sure. Outdoor work. is a different game. I agree. Yeah, and by the way, my outdoor, I don't know why outdoor looks so, so leafy, but I, my outdoor is fairly leafy too, covered in trichomes, so no complaints. But I think it, I think I really might want to uh, make rosin out of this stuff, though. I dig. Well, yeah. you can't do it, do it all. You have some flour. Yeah, definitely. But it kind of makes sense to me. You know what I mean? To do a little bubble shake and then to uh, do a little. Probably going to make a big blob of unknown strength gummies. That's the <laughs> I plan. I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe a little blob. All right. This is, let's get into the grow talk here, guys. Mm-hmm. Like I said, grower questions over on dudegrows.com. Anybody can post them up over there. This is titled Winter Weed by Keith Durbin. I just got it. I just got it. Keith Urban, right? He's a country music <laughs> think, star, yeah, right? Yep. All right. I He's not jokes. into country. I don't know what's going well, on. I heard a country country and rapper like mixing today. It was like a guy singing country with some bass, like a rap beat behind the shit. Yeah. Have you heard Old Town Road? No. Oh, my God. My daughter loves that song, and I have refused to play it now. It's banned in my car, in my house, everywhere, because it's super annoying. <sighs> wow. Anyway. What am I missing? You don't want to ride till you can't no more? All right, this is, hey, dude, want to start my own grow. Wife doesn't mind, but doesn't want the smell in the house at all. So being in prohibition land, I can understand this. And not even, even in Colorado when it was legal, Scotty, my wife would be like, it's starting to smell in here, you know, getting closer to harvest. And I'd be like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. But you you should care to a degree if you guys have anything with, you know, the FedEx guy, whoever coming, you want to try and have your house smell okay. Uh, But moving on, he goes, so filter and fan is out since I will need to open up the tent to maintain the plants. Can't grow indoors. The garage is an option for a small tent, but I live in Michigan and the garage is unheated. I know to raise the plants off the cold floor, but beyond that, how could I keep temps nice during lights out within range? Uh, Hard to swing starting up in a fall when grow season will be during the winter months. The concern overrunning a heater on an auto, wait, overrunning a heater on auto in the garage, along with other necessities, will raise the bill. Yes, it will. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to do that. How do or did you budget the cost of your gross up and how do you keep the ladies warm? Keep on keeping on, keep Durbin. Yeah, nice. Insulation, man. You got my garage in my, or my grow room in my garage that I ran for almost 10 years. Uh, was what a custom build, I guess I could say, but we framed it out, man. We put the studs in and we put insulation just like you would build a, a exterior wall in a house and you got the insulation in there. And then, um, instead of drywall though, we did those, those foam, foam boards, boards from the depot right. on either side of the wall. It was almost like building a cooler. Like it was intense. Hey, I'm not trying to be a dick, but you're the guy that doesn't want to use a plastic cup, right? Uh, yeah, here's <laughs> my metal cup right here. See, but what's up? <laughs> 
How many fucking plastic cups do you think it makes to make a foam board? I don't know. What's my other option, Scatty? <laughs> Am I going to stuff some leaves in there? Hemp anyway. Fiber, man. I, I get dick. your point. But you need insulation. You could run, and, I, and then it lights off. I would run a heater on its lowest setting. Um, there's one with these ceramic discs. It's like a Peloton or Peloton. I can't remember the brand of it. But it, it, some heaters only have like a high and a low. Mm-hmm. It's like either 10 amps or 5 amps. And this one enabled to run pretty low, and it wouldn't cost me too much because the room was insulated enough. And keep in mind, different genetics, uh, but plants can go down pretty cool, man. If you can maintain, you know, I want to say, shit, it, it takes longer to wake up if you only maintain 50. But um, if you can, make, you can get away with that with different strains. Some like it. The you only know problem what has is really good insulation in his heat. What's up, Rockwell? Uh, I was just gonna say in, inside your house and. Re- deal with the smell and have that be the problem you're going to deal with versus deal with the... I agree with that. If he has the space oh, in your house, house Because, right. I mean, sure. there are definitely ways to have a grow tent in a room um, if you know about negative pressure and if you uh, filter the air in the actual room to have right. it not smell anywhere but in the tent or right in that room. So, And a small tent, depending on how small this is, like let's say it's a two-by-four. That's not going to be that expensive to maintain a minimum temperature at night. You might even have more of a problem depending on what light you're using to keep it cooled off during the day. Um, it's, and the garage could be an advantage, though, too, Guru, because if the garage sits at 45 or something, and let's say he has a 600-watch HID, I don't know what he has, that might equal out to where it's like, shit, this is nice. I don't. I have to heat a little at night, but I don't have to cool during the day. Yeah, I was thinking about that insulation and whatnot. You know what made me think about it, dude? You know, I'm, I'm not what? used to Colorado cold, so it got fucking cold yesterday. So I put on, like, the winter jacket, like the ski jacket, like the one you can make fun of me for when you see me at the grocery store with it. But I always think, dude, our body makes about 100 watts of, of energy. It's like the equivalent to, like, a 100-watt light bulb. That's, that's how much heat our body makes. Dude, if you keep a big fucking insulated jacket, on you can stay cool and fucking what 20 degrees something like that if you uh have a little light sweater on it lets all the all the heat out you know so it's kind of just a matter of how much insulation you, you want to uh you want to use for the appropriate temperature i would think yeah you might be surprised that it's not going to be that bad to maintain it a little bit with the, the heater like i said it's about the right heater don't get the one that just has full on and most of those space heaters are 10 amps i think a thousand watts you can get oh shit i did find look on don't have it i used to have it right by me i got it off amazon it, it was a heater that was only like 280 watt it was like meant to be to sit on your desk like in an office space or something little are they personal meant to run heater. all the time though you gotta want you gotta see if those are meant to run all the time or i thought like, it i think it had a little mini oh well i hear you and we wanted i tell you what i used to use the water radiator type heaters when oh, i needed a interesting. Little, little bit of supplemental heat they have a temperature control gauge on them and you can't really tip when you tip them over they're not going to catch something on fire which is fucking huge yeah do man. be safe with that the way you have it set up yeah um but yeah. man i hope you get to grow keith bourbon uh, <laughs> and guru said keep in mind uh, filtration for odors come a long way there's a lot of good uh, carbon filters out there where you can take care of if you do have a place in the house as well. Sure. And I built my own little two by six, you know, room using two by sixes and drywall. I would build it too if yeah. I, if at I that would, size, if you got the means. A $30 door from Home Depot. Um, my room goes a little bit more, but it was a little bit bigger than that. Some and I stone use exterior doors. You know, all recyclable products, man. You know, I did. <laughs> all right. I'm going to give a shout out to. Just having fun, man. If you are building your grow and you need, everybody needs a container for their lovely ladies. 
check out the Radical Bags, all right? I got the link here on the show. Garden Gear Supply, a great company. This is a, a air pruning bag is what it is. So it's meant for your roots. That's the main benefit, in my opinion. I, did, I always would transplant my one gals. I always let them go a little too long because the roots swirl at the bottom when they reach, you know what I mean? Yes. Yes, I then do. That, I'd see that over and over, and then you put it up up, up to a five gal or whatever, and they'd explode. But when I took hey, it out hey, of the tell, radical tell bag. those swirly roots, man. They're swirly roots. The roots only uh, eat at the tips. They only absorb nutrient at the tips, man. When you got those super long roots, it's just a fucking huge long pathway. You want a bunch of short roots, air pruned, meaning they touch the air, and uh, more tips, man, more roots. That's what you see when you transplant out and they have a nice Velcro side out of the radical bags. You see root tips uniformly almost I saw on all the sides and the bottom and none of that swirling shit as well as for beginner growers or people that worry about overwatering. I mean, you can overwater in any container, but this is harder to overwater. There's so much aeration going on. So check them out, guys. Garden Gear Supply coupon code dude over there. We'll hook you up. I know a lot of the DGC is using these. I use these. Scotty used these in his outdoor grow. So this is, uh, what do we call it? Just approved gear here, man. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, All right. Let's move. What's up? I want to just thank a couple of people. You know, the California report, we're actually got keeping that going. So oh, I had, cool. Yeah. I had a Harrow of the Rocks. Says, woo, Where do you woo. go? Dugros.com forward slash. California. How about that? Cool. Okay. But what you got? We're trying to figure out everything. But he's uh, asking when I'm coming to L.A. Says so stop by San Pedro. I do have friends in L.A. And it's fucking it is a lot of fun to go there for a few days. <laughs> but he talks about the rules for cannabis growing in L.A. Says so a four plant per household wreck, uh, 28 plant per household for med. And uh, that's pretty cool. It's, it's uh, probably easy enough to get a med car for one of them to understand over there. Have a 28 plant limit. Sounds like you can work. Sounds like uh, California. wonder if your municipalities can ban it or, the, or not. They'll choose to say, nope, not here. Always can. Always can. And hey, I want to shout out to one more Utah Garden Supply. Cole over there. Uh, also, the managing editor editor of Salt Baked City News, which is pretty <laughs> fucking funny, man. So he's one of the three grow stores in Utah. So way to fight the good fight, brother. Uh, he's actually going to help me get some of these state guides, these grow guides together. So I appreciate the hell out of you, Cole. And uh, yeah, awesome. And stay tuned for more good stuff. Right on, right on. This is L- oh, dudegrows.com forward slash California. Check some of that shit out. Yeah, man. We're just trying to get these grower guys together. Try to understand. Look, it's pretty interesting to note in L.A. you can grow 28 plants per household. All right. I'm going to move on with the Grove Talk with LED versus Ceramic Metal Halide or a combo by, hmm, he challenged us on his name. I'm saying Sess Burton. Sess, do you go Sess? I think so. I think that's what you got. C-E-S-S. Or it's not Cass. Could be, though. You never know. No, right, phonetically, yeah. that's Sess. Well, okay, we'll take it. So this is LED. Can't argue with All right, we got that part. Got a question, and hopefully you have some advice. I've been um, consulted to help out a production grow in Oklahoma. A lot happening in OK. Um, we're in the process of turning three chicken houses into grows. So what is a chicken house in the first? It's going to need, I mean, like more. Are those ready to convert insulation-wise and shit like yeah, that? Is that like a shed or what? I think it's more like a shed uh, because they're they're designed for it to have like a ton of chickens in there that are creating their own body heat and they kind of roost together at night. Um, so it's more of a windbreak than it is a uh, insulative building. And from, yeah, I'm from kind what of, I know. I feel like it's kind dummy. of concerned there. 
because we're in the process of, okay, we did that dimensions. These things are huge, 60 feet wide by 300 feet long for one of them. Damn. Because we have three of them. And there's also have two houses that are 40 by 40. I asked if it would be better to run complete LED grow. This is granted, I don't know much, or I don't know the guy's budget, but it's a big budget, <laughs> right? Personally, my suggestion what to do is use the 40 by 40 buildings as propagation rooms for mothers and clones using LEDs. And any of the flower rooms use ceramic metal halide. I would like to get the crew's opinion before I go and suggest this to the client. I'm putting things in order to obtain lights we need. Any information would be great. I'm a member. Right on. Thank you. I appreciate all you guys do and hope to make it out for the next DDC Cup. Until then, happy growing from this guy, 7979. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So Wait, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, you can use my name. He goes, it's pronounced like alcohol Kessler. What's that mean? I don't know. How do I know, man? No worries. Go ahead. Hit it. What are you going to say on the lighting? Uh, I was, well, was going to say, first off, with the construction, if it's a shed, you're right. The first thing you got to think about, if you're doing a real pro uh, setup, I'm trying to think back to who it I'm was. I'm thinking what's going to get in there. Like, well, I mean, if you got a big budget, remember those guys that we interviewed that were all about growing or building professional grow spaces? And they were mm -hmm. saying like the type of drywall you use, the type of insulation, because some things are like absorbent of, of molds and mildews. And it was just if you're going to do something like this, I would say you better start by consulting with one of those folks, man, making sure that when you build this thing, you don't have a mildew problem three months later. And as a consultant, I mean, if I were having someone consult for me, right. I would want to be given because the, financially, these are going to be completely different options and kind of different business plans for when you plan on making your money. It's true. Um, What's the ROI, homie? So I would want to give them a kind of three different options. The L full LED option on the entire grow, give them a ceramic metal halide option. And realistically, I, I, what I think would probably be the best for this situation is going to be double-ended. Just because, well, it depends if you want the heat or not. Double-ended is certainly a lot of bang for the buck, right? You get a lot of waters for the buck on that, right? You, I mean, near what uh, LEDs or less than what good LEDs are doing now, right. but you're going to pay a lot more to yeah. be able to get. It's like a diminishing return a little bit, especially if you need the heat. If the chicken houses aren't sure. uh, like extremely well insulated to be able to hold an environment and you you're probably might end up needing the double-endeds in wintertime in Oklahoma. And it's also business climate. Uh, if you think Oklahoma is going to blow up for their next year and you want to blow up as many fucking lights as you can, yeah, that might be a good and, idea. And at, at the cheapest startup cost you can, if yep. you plan on operating for a couple of years and know that you're going to ROI on spending a lot more on your grow setup. Yeah. Um, it, it, it really, it, it comes down to a business decision. And that's, I don't know if that's for you as a consultant to make or for the investors where they want to have that decision. All right. My turn then. My, my take. Yes, sir. I see where you're going. Uh, you know, first, uh, assuming you don't need the heat, but regardless, I think once you do the math, go to with a professional company. If you're going, if you do go DE, there's companies out there, they have consultants. If you're going to buy this many lights, they should be taking care of you. You can send them your footprint. I'm going to, I'm not going to have my guy changing bulbs with outdated tech, yo. I'm going to run a, not just because they're a sponsor, but I've ran it plenty of times. And I've seen them in commercial grows. I've seen them over at Ramo Grows, the SK602. 600 watts versus the double DEs are like 1100. I think almost 1137 yeah. or something. Yeah. That's same. Um, 40% in power. So much LED. more efficient. And I've seen them work. I've seen them replace DEs as well as the rating on them for being for greenhouse rated. It can rain on the damn things if that happens. Yep. And, but me and Scott, we were talking about this question before the show and we both were like, man, you're on the, if you're, you're on the up and up. So 
So call the like a professional company and they should be giving you also a way better deal than their listed prices if you're buying a shit ton of lights. I know uh, Spectrum King has better deals for their commercial clients Definitely. and they will also consult completely on your space, how many lights you need, how to position them, and as well as like we've talked about before, how to run like 50 or 60 of them off of, I don't remember the exact numbers, off a 50 amp phase, breaker man. that shit get, what's that? It was off a three phase, man. They they pulled it down the three phase and you were able to just lower the amperage and run a whole shitload of them, man. Now, all that being said, one other thing I would look at as a consultant be like, okay, how much is it going to cost to turn these chicken things into grows and how much would it cost for me to build a climate controlled greenhouse with less lights right and, and you know like Not instead of trying to reinvent the wheel maybe think about using some of that oklahoma sunshine and have a climate controlled greenhouse that's what i would look at as well i like that i like as what you could run the sk602s in as well so <laughs> good light mm. Absolutely. You know, it's just the DEs are such a short and, you know, think about it. You do have to buy new bulbs all the time, but dude, they're so cheap. I think they're like less than 200 bucks if you wanted to set up a whole shitload of them, you know? Well, let's hit up where we at now. Where are we at now? We got the LED. Oh, supplemental light by Eyeshatter Bladders. <laughs> okay. Man, I'm still used to saying that, right? Eyeshatter Bladders, man seen it this is it's me again back with another girl question also for clarity's sake my username is a reference from a biggie song that i used to as a gamer tag back on the xbox 360 and it just stuck ever since yeah, all right I fair should, enough. i should have known that man i should have known that my question is about supplemental light i'm running a 480 watt quantum board as well as a Cree xpe2 660 nanometer which is the nano 660 nanometer is that just a general growing that's, nanometer? No, that that's a just a fine-tuned nanometer, and that's a, a deep red light. Okay. He goes, which which applies adequate lighting, of course, for my four by four by seven gorilla grow. And but the deep I've been red light. Curious. That, that's okay. That deep re, deep red light's better than a blue light or an or an all-around light. But he has that there to supplement the red spectrum and flowering. Okay. Okay. He goes. I've uh, been curious about supplementing a bit in the flowering period, just to put on finishing touches. There are two types of supplemental lighting I'm curious about, far red and UV. We've covered some of the far red. He says, with well, the far red, what I've read, running them 15 minutes before and after your lights helps wake them up and put them to sleep quicker. Correct. So it can spend more time absorbing energy and nutrients. We agree with that, correct? Yeah, yeah that's the idea behind it, man. You I've also asleep. seen some growers who will run extra light time when doing this. Not sure if there's any benefit there. I don't think... I have not researched that. I just know that the 15 minutes is what's been stated in most cases. You can well, no, that. no. It, it makes the plant go to sleep within like five minutes, mm -hmm. switch all its phytochrome over, uh, versus it taking like two hours uh, indoors if you don't have uh, 730 nanometer light, so, and that happens immediately outdoors because when the sun sets, uh, it has 730 nanometer light in it. Um, so you definitely th there you. You can be able to run up to like 14 hours of sunlight. No um, energy. Yeah, and be able to get more light onto the plant, but still like, get the amount of dark period it needs because you're putting the plant to sleep so much faster. Yeah, think about summer. It's not always 12-12 in summer. Right on. Well, that, here's the question. Yes, sir. In a nutshell. Now with, and he goes, now with UV, I'm not nearly as excited to try simply because I rarely see people using it. But I found a guy on YouTube, I think his name is Dutchman Medical or something similar. 
and he ran an extensive testing side-by-sides, and when he introduced UV lighting for two weeks towards the end of flower, the plants, colas that received the UV lighting were tested and had 2% to 5% THC increase. He says this is because the plant uses the trichomes to protect themselves from the UV lighting, increasing production. Um, It's hard to believe anything uh, numbers-wise like that uh, if it's within the margin of error for the testing equipment that is being used. I believe that uh, UV, that, that the plant uses the trichomes as sunscreen, and the UV is causes it to want to make more trichomes. But if you use the same testing equipment consistently and over and over and have the same results, that's fair enough, right? Uh, I have jewelers not, make my testing equipment. Mm, jewelers. Yes. <laughs> okay, it goes, now I'm not the one of those guys that usually even pays a whole lot of attention to THC levels because of a multitude of reasons. But most of those reasons are removed when I'm growing my own. My biggest concern in doing this, would is, would this have any negative effect on the terpenes at all? Okay, we can just hit that. Will UV affect your terpenes at all? I would think positively. Uh, yeah. Undetermined. I'd, all right. It, this is a good scientist over here. I get all excited about shit. Guru says I need A-B testing, so I dig them. <laughs> He goes, if it's a trade-off between terps and THC, I would rather not mess with the UV. But if it's possible to increase THC while everything else stays the same, I don't see why not. Thanks again for the answer. You guys are the best. And I push your recharge hard to anyone I know who grows. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's that's how the family eats. (sighs) When you put it like that, it is true. You're like, what? No, actually, okay. All right. So UV, do I... Yeah, what's Can up with that? What's a, up with it? Just a Go question, logical question is, do you know how you go up into the mountains and those buds have a whole bunch of frost to them? Is that because they're higher up and getting the atmosphere thinner and they're getting less or more UV? Any any viability to that theory? So really with UV, it's one of those things you want to, like if you want something to play around with and you have everything in your environment dialed as perfect as it could be, and you want to experiment a little bit, right? UV would be something that would interest you. But other than that, I would much rather spend my time focusing on getting other things dialed in in the garden that are going to directly impact the quality of the cannabis that I have more than uh, UV will. You got to take it to the mountaintop. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Oh, I've never ran UV either. I just see a lot of different claims out there if with you've percentages. Used a metal halide, you've used UV, before. right? What's or, that? Or a ceramic metal halide? Those have UV. Yeah, HID bulbs have too. UV. Ah, uh, I have not used a CMH, but you said HPS or metal halide bulbs do. HPS does not, doesn't. It's a metal halides do. Oh, okay. Then I have used some UV. Excellent. A metal halide at the end brings on the frost, don't it? Man, when I did switch to the the yeah metal halide or that Hortolux blue mm-hmm. for the last two weeks of flower, I won't say it brought on the frost, but it in my AB testing, um, the plants that were that got that treatment got my scissors. I had to clean them like thirty percent quicker, easily. I was but like, oh, that, these guys. Is that UV light from the metal halide, or is that the change in spectrum from the metal halide change? You know what? I am going to do more AB testing. Yes, you would have you would have to have a metal halide with UV next to a metal halide with a UV filter on it, and All test right. that to see if the, the reason <clears throat> it frosts up is because of the UV or Get not. Get on it tomorrow. Cool. <laughs> we'll call a little bit of bro science. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think we're onto something there. Hmm. What you got? All right, guys. What you Before got, we get into dude. what what's up? I'm just I'm just asking you, man. I'm moving along, sir. Before we get into what's going on in our groves, I was yes. going to tell you a little bit about 
Ramo Nutrients. I was just talking about his garden there. That's where I said I visited. I think he, I don't know how many he has hanging up, but he's got those 602s hanging, man, high, just like a DE, like three, four feet off canopy, kicking arse. But he has nutrients as well. And I was just using the other day, which I call this a product in his line that you can use, you can add to whatever, the Velo Kelp. It's basically a kelp. It's actually not just one kelp. It's a multitude of seaweed extracts. It's got multiple vitamins. And we all know if you listen to Grow Show, kelp should be in your garden, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm learning a little bit about kelp from that uh, Life's Engines book. And uh, it's just loaded with these biostimulants, these natural biostimulants from the fastest growing plant in the world. I, I put kelp in recharge too, man. It's, it's amazing stuff. Yeah, it's got a little 111 NPK, also makes a great foliar feed. Uh, the plants dig it when you spray it on as well. So check it. He's got a whole line. Uh, also, friend of the show. Shout out to Ramo. I need to go toke. And uh, yeah, check out RamoNutrients.com. Distributed worldwide. Worldwide. Nice. nice. Vote with your dollars. Another cool person to support. It's so, it still trips me out that it was back in 2004. I don't know if they called it the Lift Expo then that we came out here and we ended up sitting at a table with Ramo and he was rolling J's. I would have never thought, oh, you're going to live by this guy in a while and you're going to have a podcast that talks about like, you know what I mean? Don't be, don't be in denial. You know, you got in a Hummer with Big Mike and let him take you around town, man. No, no, I did not. We didn't get in that Hummer. We went to tour advanced nutrients facility. <laughs> That's which was true. Kind we of didn't get in the Hummer, did we? Yeah, we didn't see a single piece of equipment there, did we? It was interesting. <laughs> Hey, door prize, you growers, go over to dogrows.com. We got Duke Diamonds Vault C99 crossed with C99 feminized pack available for you. Very cool. Anybody can enter the door prize. It's on dogrows.com. We want to get as many seeds out there as possible. This is the podcast that gets you seeds. Tell your friends. Yes. There. I will tell all my friends. I think I do tell all my friends. I'll also tell all my friends that... I'll also tell all my friends that they can get uh, 50 packs of recharge sent to their grow store that does not carry recharge by just filling, going to realgrowers.com slash samples. I wonder if that's whoa, beautiful. Whoa, whoa, 50 pack? It's, it's a 50 pack for the store to put up front. and then oh, give, stick pa- 50 stick give pack. them out. Yeah. Okay, stick packs. I like that, Guru. Nice job, man. Give it away. So you got to go to realgrowers.com forward slash samples. Exactly. Good job. Good job, Guru. Thank you, my friend. Got you. Hey, up. Do you mind if I you have any? Do you have any specific growth stores you'd like to shout out to? Uh, Guru, hit it, man. Hit it. I'm just where I'm. Advanced Hydro Gardens in Miami, Florida. There you go. That's our boy. Love it. That's our boy. Love it. All right, before we wrap here, I got to go. I got to check on my grow. We got uh, what's going on in our grows. I told you last grow, I got the confirmation. Shout out to Gorilla Grow Tent. Actually, Gorilla Grow Tents, guys, coupon code DUDE is active over there, friend of the show. Hey, y'all can become a friend of the show. Just go over to dogrows.com, check on the friends list. You'll see coupon codes there and companies that have codes and great grow gear that you can get hooked up with. But I'm going to hook up the 2x4 tent, Scott. I'm excited because I've never grown in a tent that small. I'm wondering if I'll be challenged with managing less of an air volume. As we say, like when you have a small hydroponic reservoir, it's more work. You want volume. Same with, you know, airspace in your tent. Sure. It will be easier to enrich with CO2, right? Because I don't have as much space. My tank will probably last me like a month and a half. Oh, forever. Yeah, forever. Definitely. But uh, I am worried about a little bit, uh, is it going to get too hot or this or that? And then I got to worry about the odor technically because in the next room over is where the mother-in-law stays. Don't want to hear that. So it's going to be like taking it as a little bit of a challenge. It's true. And the fan hums a little bit. It is going to be a little challenge. Yeah, it'll be like the equivalent of if you're in a 
I don't know, apartment room or condo, dorm. I wonder if many dudes go <laughs> dorm. I will say, if you want to try to quiet a can fan down, you can actually put like some uh, insulation. I'm sorry, like the six or eight inch insulation on top, the insulated duct rather, and then just put it. Maybe have it loop over five or six feet. Uh, just having the air move through that insulated duct will quiet it down considerably. I actually a have a uh, six inch muffler um, on hand. Back back in the day when can fan was a sponsor and they set us a pile of fans, I would crust them. I haven't used it for anything yet, but I'm curious how quiet it makes it. I think they work pretty well. Nice. Nice. It is nice. It is nice. Anything going on your girl? You're making some auto plans. Uh, yeah, I'd like to do some autos, but right now I'm making some plans about what to do. I think I'm just going to be uh, pressing. I think I'm going to be shaking and pressing, maybe doing a little bubble hash, maybe doing a little bit of I, I guess just shaking the keef out and diddle the press. Shaking and a press. Yeah, shaking and a press sounds like a like a biggie song, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, vote with your dollars. Help support this show. If you enjoy the content five days a week, dudegrows.com under support us. Great way to support the show. Get yourself some benefits as well. Membership has its privileges. Sure does, dude. Sure does. Great way to support the show. Appreciate y'all members. All right, Fleet Line Dave and Davy Jones, how you doing? Wow, Kiwi Green and Central Cali Redneck, what's up? Sherlock. And Fish Ganja Gay, hope to see you soon, buddy. Absolutely. Beast in the East and Dirt Man Dan, hope I see him soon. Godfather Kush, 505. And don't forget, Rich, 420. Shut up. Uh, what's up, brother? All right, guys, go out there and grow the dank. Overgrow. Grow seeds from your car, from planes. Let's get this plant everywhere. <laughs> Be looked at in the face of that and actually slow down. All right, peace out, guys. Stay higher. Take your easy. Some people love to blaze up the dank. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man's is to take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good vibes on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bomb. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. It's just weed. It's just weed. It's just weird, it's just weird I like to smoke it out of Just look at how he's being paid 